Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. Eternal and all-merciful God, with all the angels and all the saints, we laud your majesty and might. By the resurrection of your Son, show yourself to us and inspire us to follow Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. So I didn't write notes this week because, even though this is also for the radio, I have a very visual children's message today. So last week I started talking about how can we remember that it is still Easter for the whole 50 days that it is Easter. Today I want to talk about what we wear. If you were here on Easter or if you watched um, Easter Sunday, I wore this same dress on Easter. This is my Easter dress this year. I'm guessing that Pastor Karen wore the same stole and you'll wear that same stole through the whole Easter season, which is a great visual reminder. But something else that we do at Easter time is we get funny shirts, or you get a new Easter dress, or an Easter clip for your hair, or a scrunchie, or new shoes. There are lots of new things we do to celebrate that one Sunday of the season, but it keeps going. So I encourage, keep wearing it. I have a shirt that says, I think it says bunny mom or something like that. And it's got bunny ears on it. And it's clearly an Easter shirt. I wore it this week. Oh yes, and men can wear Easter ties. I wore my Easter shirt this week, very intentional, and got to have two new conversations about how long the Easter season actually is, which is so great. I've, it's new to me this year too. Just in the research that I've done to do the radio show, it's new to me, and it's refreshing, and it's fun to talk about. So I encourage you this week, wear something that is from Easter, that you got special for Easter, even if it's going to make somebody say, why are you still wearing that? Because then you can tell them, it's still Easter. It's not over yet. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us ways to start conversations. Thank you for the joy of Easter, and may you be with us as we share it to others through the whole 50 days. Amen. Please rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel. The Gospel, John 21, 1 through 19. The risen Christ appears again to his disciples by the sea where they were first called. 
After echoes of the fishing and feeding miracles, he gives a final reminder of the cost of a disciple's love and obedience. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. After he appears to his followers in Jerusalem, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he showed himself in this way. Gathered were together, <clears throat> gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, we'll go with you. Then they went out and got in the boat. But that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, you have no fish, have you? And they answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it. And now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes for he was naked and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And though th there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. The gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, 
O Christ. You may be seated. Good morning. Good morning. A short reflection on what Amanda said about remembering the whole Easter season and things that we do to remember it. I remember one thing uh, that had me remembering Easter season well after. That's what happens when you don't find an Easter egg that was hidden. Oh. <laughs> so not, not a good visual at any rate. So our readings and psalms and the gospel, gospel, they're oftentimes grouped together for the message. And I gotta tell you, there are some Sundays where I just don't see the connection. <laughs> I mean, probably the only way for me to see those connections is if somebody wrote them in like a fine Sharpie on a bat and hit me with them. Then maybe it, it would sink in. But today is not that case, at least not for me. And some of you are probably way ahead of me, but I'll go there anyway. In life, we have, we have our course and we're set out going and doing what we think we need to be doing. And fortunately for most of us, we have mentors. They come in all, all sorts of shapes and sizes. Uh, they have different titles. Some are mom, dad, coach, pastor. You get the idea. And at times, despite our best efforts, we still need that someone to guide us. And it's, it's not to say that we're not doing okay. It just maybe we're not on the right path or we're not on the path that's been chosen for us, if you want to go there. Um, one analogy that I thought after reading the gospel, in my mind at least, was like a quarterback for a football team. Could be so very talented and have many gifts to offer. But if the coach for the team doesn't design the plays to use the strengths of the quarterback, the team as a whole is not going to succeed. One of my favorites would be John Elway, who was masterful when he was bootlegging and throwing, because throwing on the run was one of his strengths, and he did it so well. So after many years of failures, a coach finally said, well, maybe we should design some plays that do that and accentuated that, and he excelled. And, you know, in, a, in football secular terms, they went to the Super Bowl and won. But that's not so much so far different from our lives. When we're doing what we think we need to be doing and, and going where we think we need to be going, and a huge case is Paul. Paul had just gone and gotten permission to uh, bind up anybody who was following the way and take them so they could be persecuted. And on the way... And killed. And killed. On the way, he, uh, he was shown a different light, as in he was shown no light. He was blind for three days, after which time he also didn't eat and didn't drink. 
With his vision, the Lord sent a man who said, Ananias says, I'm not going to go there. This guy kills people if he just thinks you believe. And he, and he, has, he has the authority to do that. I said, yeah, yeah, right, go, just go. So he did, he went and witnessed, and Saul's eyes are open, and now we know him as Paul, who is a prolific writer, who wrote so many things that are inspirational, and he did how much of that from prison? A bunch. So the, God, the disciples were with Jesus for quite a while, right? Many years. And he had these many years to teach uh, in parables, in thought. Probably not, but I'd sure like to imagine once in a while a dope slap in the back of the head. Because they were to go out after Jesus was gone, and he knew that. He, had the, he already knew that. Not that they did, but they didn't need to. So he's preparing them by way of example and, and by way of speech, of teachings, uh, miracle after miracle. And when they were still with Jesus, he sent them off two by two, you know, for that experience to go teach, go preach, go believe. You will be taken care of. Don't worry about provisions. But then Jesus dies. More to the point, he was killed, crucified. And the disciples are, they're in shock. They're hiding behind closed doors. They're not going anywhere. They're not doing anything. So as, as people, we, we do, we have our own defaults, don't we? We do what we did the last time we did it when in that situation. So it's not hard for me to think <clears throat> that he said, I'm gonna go fishing. Because a lot of the disciples had been fishermen, right? Lay down your nets and follow me. So, and, and by all accounts, if they, were, if they were fishing and had their own boats and their own nets, they were, uh, they were, rel they were accomplished, they were good. They, they could provide a good living for themselves and their family. So, so when their, their, their leader, when Jesus is gone, that becomes a default. And Jesus is, a, he's a good mentor, right? We would all agree on that, I hope. They're out fishing all night and they catch nothing. So he's standing on the shore. And said, here's, here's the moment again. All right, guys, come on. You know what you need to do. So he yells out to him, you don't have any fish, do you? No. So he said, throw the net on the other side of the boat. So he gave him just, it's kind of a test. Are you still gonna listen to me? Are you still gonna do what I suggest? Does it still have merit? Does it have value? So if it does, we'll see. And they did, and they got so many fish that they couldn't haul it in. 153 large, various fish. And then he tells them, of course, you know, to, to come to shore and to eat with the charcoal fire and, and the glowing embers, which, uh, which we could probably remember back a few, uh, a few sermons ago. So he sets the scene again where there's a fire and they're gathered together. And they wanted to ask him if he was the Lord, right? But 
but they, but they knew they couldn't because they knew he was the Lord. So then, so then Jesus said to Simon Peter, do you love me more than these? And we have to, I don't know, doesn't say what these are. You have to assume it's not the boat, the net, or the fish, or his, or the other apostles. And he said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. The second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. And he said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. And after this, he said to him, follow me. So our lessons come in different times, in different ways. Um, Sometimes it's just a matter of being awake or alert or caring enough to hear the message. I had one of those moments this week, specifics of which I won't go into, but it was a moment that I, that I got a message and it was a kind of a message. Um, Because if I'd held up a mirror, I wouldn't have liked what I saw and recognized that one of my defaults isn't really probably the best courses of action. Thank you. <laughs> right? Because we have, I'm, I'm guessing we, I, I can't speak for everybody here, but we have those little ugly moments in our own lives and our own personalities that, that don't show us in our best light and at some point in time uh, would like to change them. So the hard part is to do something different. So I'm gonna work on that. And you'll probably never hear if I think I succeeded or not. But just like the apostles who, when left, knew that they, their job was to go out, to tend the flock, to feed the sheep. But they went fishing. So Jesus is showing them now to be fishers of men, to cast the net on the other side of the boat. Do you love me? Follow me. And that's the same message for us today. To go out to be fishers of men and women, to take the message, to feed the sheep, as in bread and wine, as in nourishment, as in words. So if anybody doesn't know what to do, just ask the person next to you in the pew because we all know what our charge is. Let us pray. Dear God, remind us that we as your instruments are for your use 
to proclaim your world to a world, your word to a world in need. Use us for your use, for your benefit, and for our own happiness. In your name we pray. Amen. join with me in the Nicene Creed. We believe in, in one, one God, the Father, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets, we believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Set free from captivity to sin and death, we pray to the God of resurrection for the church, people in need, and all of creation. Holy One of new beginnings, fill us with new life. Send us into the world as you sent your apostles, Philip and James, to invite people to come and see your wondrous acts in Christ. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Revive ecosystems along coastlands that have been devastated by natural forces and human negligence. 
reestablish plant and animal life that purifies air and water and that feeds humans and other living creatures. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Accompany laborers who get little rest for their work. Give them hope when they struggle to produce what they need. Give all who labor fair treatment and just wages. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Restore all people who cry to you for help, especially those in Ukraine and China. Turn their mourning into dancing, clothe them with joy, and put a testimony of healing and praise on their lips. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Be present to faithful ones who are persecuted for following you. Sustain them by your faithfulness and give them strength in the name of Jesus. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Join our voices with angels, creatures, and all the saints in praising Christ and bestowing upon him all blessing and honor and glory. Reveal Christ's glory to us and through us in our worship. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In your mercy, O God, respond to these prayers and renew us by your life-living spirit. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Let us pray. Living God, you gather the wolf and the lamb to feed together in your peaceable reign, and you welcome us all at your table. Reach out to us through this meal and show us your wounded and risen body that we may be nourished and believe in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. God, the author of life, Christ, the living cornerstone, and the life-giving spirit of adoption, bless you now and forever. Amen.
Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Go in peace. Tell that God is done. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.